Welcome to Bookmarked, where you can take a pause and dive into the wide world of literature. This episode may contain spoilers, listen at your own risk. And the views expressed are the views of the participants and are not sh- uh, necessarily shared by the Benton School District. Now that our disclaimers are out of the way, hello everybody and happy late Valentine's Day. So sorry we couldn't get this out sooner, it's been a crazy couple weeks, but we're here now and we are going to be talking about the about uh, A Heart on Hold by Sarah Bernard. So this book takes place in Arkansas in a fictitious town called Altros, which I thought was an interesting locale. They never really specified where it was, you know? Yeah, I I actually, funny enough, I googled it. I was like, I wonder if this is a real town, and I'm like, and it mentions um, Sunset Rock, and I was like, I just kind of like looked those up, and I was like, oh, it's fictitious, oh. I was like, dang. I was like, that's yeah, I know. Really I, cool. Miss Kaiser and I also looked it up, uh, and the only the only clue it really gave us was one sentence at the start of the book that said, the wind blowing down off the Washita Mountains, so it's like bottom left portion of Arkansas somewhere, yeah, and but probably closer to the Delta because of all the farming. Yeah, and it talks about, and like, just like it seems like the routes, like obviously the routes are longer because it's a Civil War era. Mm-hmm. Uh, about about going to Little Rock, and it makes it kind of to me made the implica- implication that they were going more north. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, that makes sense more southwestern. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely very interesting. I also thought the dynamic of the town was. It, I mean, An it almost felt like one. a wild western town. You, it really yeah. did. It really did, just because of the the saloon and just like all of the yeah. wild drunk, the drunk yeah. saloon dude. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was that was, that was very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Well, seeing how it is Valentine's Day, we obviously chose a romance, and so this story features. Okay, so it starts off with two main characters, and then eventually we get four-ish main characters. So the first two main characters are Charlotte and Sanderson. Uh, Charlotte Adamsland and... Which is later Redding. Because she well, marries... like, very, almost, like, two or three chapters later, it's already Redding. Redding. Because mm-hmm. her and Sanderson get married because her and Sanderson been, like, I guess, like, eyeing each other since yeah. they were kids. <laughs> because, like, it talks about how they've known each other for a long time and, like whatever and like it was super it was super expected of them which is very much a contrast to sanderson's brothers jackson wedding and yes okay so real quick uh we start off with uh charlotte and sanderson but then later we uh the story introduces a romani family the divas and their daughter minerva they eventually make their way over from england to the new world and find uh Find Sanderson's brother Jackson, and Minerva marries Jackson, which is of causes a star in her family because he's what's known as a gajo, which is the Romani term for uh, an outsider who is uh, who is male. And I apologize if, if for any speak, listeners who might be Romani and speak the language because I know that I'm botching these pronunciations. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so yes, Sanderson and Charlotte, it's. Everybody knows it's going to happen. Uh-huh. It, it's very organic and all and all that. And then you have Jackson and Minerva, who Jackson's just like, "Hey, you're pretty. You're healing my brother. I love you. Let's get married." Yeah, it was it, it very, happened. very yeah. out of the blue, but it it makes sense for the time period because mm-hmm. you know this is set in the Civil War, so like 
you know, he could die tomorrow, especially since he's in there seeing his brother, seeing Sanderson, and, like, communicating with him, which actually turns out later to be a bit of a problem. It becomes, it becomes, well, it becomes known, um, because, because Sanderson is a, uh, confederate soldier and jackson is a union soldier which on, only interestingly enough only because he was in new york at the time the war started mm-hmm. because you know he's obviously from arkansas obviously from altros um so i just thought that was so yeah which crazy. that reminds me of something i read in history class about two brothers that one battle in the Civil War, there were lots, so I don't remember which. But anyways, they were on opposite sides, just like Jackson and Sanderson, but whereas Sanderson in the book takes a bullet for Jackson, they took aim at each other and shot each other and killed each other. Wow, okay. So that was, I was just like, huh, that's uh, (laughs) interesting reversal there. And another, like, and another thing is, like, we kind of joked about how there's so much death in this book. Oh my gosh, yes. It was, like, it was crazy because this is a time when, like, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't, like, vaccine for flu or... Or smallpox. Yeah, and smallpox was still a big thing, which which ended up taking out almost all of Minerva's family. Oh, yeah, she was the only one left. Yeah, all of her family. And... Almost, kind of, almost took out Jackson as well. Yeah, because he, he, he kind of had it because when um, they threw they threw off the Union soldiers by saying he was by burying him and saying um, Sanderson was dead with smallpox. But well, okay, Jackson didn't have smallpox. He just kind of had a cold that turned into pneumonia. But yeah, that was that's true. Yeah, that, but he was he was also nursing. He that cold worsened because he spent so much time trying to nurse Minerva back to health. And the inf- and influenza was a big thing because mm-hmm. that killed uh, Charlotte's mom and little, and little sibling. Sister. Yeah, oh. it was it was yeah, it was baby yeah, sister. sister. Uh, and little sister, which just left her and her dad. Mm-hmm. So that was really that was, yeah, was just, so sad. It's just everybody's dead. Yeah. <laughs> and the, yeah, and so like you said, Jackson dies, and ugh. It was just so bad. One thing I'm dying to talk about is cotton. He oh. is, oh my goodness, yes, he is, okay. he's the cutest. So Cotton is, so Cotton is a little, he's mixed. He, uh, his mom was English and his dad was Native American, which his mom might not be a was, might be an is, we don't. This book is a series, and so I feel like that comes into play later. Yeah. But his mom leaves him a later. spoon during the book. But anyway, he just kind of shows up. It, well, So he, his mom accidentally leaves him in outros, and he gets taken in by a slave. And then when that slave gets sold to somebody who's going to Texas, uh, he, um, you know, he's just, he's kind of stuck. Mm-hmm. And so they call him Cotton because... He was the, found hiding well, in the cotton field. Yeah, because the sl- uh, the slave girl, her name started with a T, and I can't remember it for the it's life like of It's like Talitha, I think. Yeah. She told him, okay, if you see any white people, just hide in the cotton and pray they don't see you. So he just kind of shows up at uh, Charlotte's school, you know, outside the window so doing cute. lessons. That was so cute. And like... He would draw in the dirt beside the schoolhouse, and one thing about it was his favorite letter is Q, mm-hmm. which is adorable because later Charlotte's dad and Cotton build her and Sanderson a house, and her dad, Charlotte's dad can't write, 
So, um... Well, it, they make it sound like he can, it's just not good, and he doesn't like to do it, you know? Well, it's, because, like, I just, um, I think, because, like, Charlotte said something, um, she, a she asked her dad, she was like, she was like, Dad, did you, did you, did you write this? And he was like, nah, I can't take the credit for it. <laughs> Cotton did it, which made me imply, because she was kind of like, Dad, did you write this? Kind of like a, can't, you, you wrote what? But yeah, I don't. I don't know for sure, like, if he could write or if he just didn't like to write, but I, I took away that he didn't, that he couldn't write. Yeah, I don't know, um... But he wrote their initials and then the Q. Yeah. And he, and it was so cute because he was just like, I wrote, I wrote the Q because it's my favorite letter. And I was like, that is just I so know, just, cute. He just melts your heart. And yes. then, well, and then you have the, the French guy who starts giving him flack about being half Native American. And it's mm -hmm. just, and, uh, and so just basically all the people being nasty to him because of that. And it's just, it's so, it's so nice to see their fam, every, the main character's response to that, which was definitely atypical for the time, because most mm -hmm. white people back in that time would not have defended him like they did, or really taken him in like they did. And I love how Char and Charlotte's dad, defend um, George, defends uh, defends him and is like, "He's my son," and I was like, mm. "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, I, I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "Oh, he like you know, he, like Charlotte's family is accepting him." I was like, "That's so precious." <laughs> Yeah, which was, like I said, m might not have been historically accurate, but it was definitely great for the sake of the story. Yes. So, uh, let's see. What did you, what did you think of the, uh, the whole Sanderson being gone for so many different shifts? It was actually kind of unexpected. I didn't think, like, I don't really know that, that much about wars or anything like that, especially not, like, you know, Civil War. But I didn't know about like all that coming and going that seemed to be happening. Mm -hmm. I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." And it was nice that while he was sick, they allowed him to come back, so that Charlotte could nurse him to health in their house that he built, which was frustratingly took over by Union soldiers. Yes, oh. nasty Union shoulder soldiers. I was like, "Which was okay?" Like, I think I think it's important to talk about that too because you know history is written by the winners. And so we, obviously today, we look on the Union as the good guys, which they were, you know, mm -hmm. from, from an overarching standpoint, yes, slavery needed to be gotten rid of and all that good stuff, but the individual Union soldiers were not angels. And they were, you know, mm -mm. I mean, there are multiple times in the book where the Union soldiers are portrayed as the bad guys, because in all reality, in some instances, they were. They were, they were nasty to outros, because they were like, they... They weren't even paying anymore. They, oh, stopped, yeah. they stopped paying because obviously they're in the South. Uh, Arkansas was Confederate. So the currencies, because the mm -hmm. Confederate wanted to have their own currency. And so there was some currency issues and they just stopped paying. And then, well, and then when this owner of the, uh, owner of the bar just got fed up with it, they were just like, okay, and they shot him and strung him up. And mm -hmm. Which kind of reminded me of a lynching. Oh, yeah, I mean... It totally it was it was deserved. He was kind of rude. He wasn't he was he was nasty, but I was like, Really? I was yeah, like, oh, I, I was, was like, just, that's just like that's just I know. Well, and then you have the Union soldiers uh, what, were they yeah, they were Union soldiers, mm -hmm. weren't they, who tried to uh, 
tried to rape Charlotte and then kidnap those kids. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I mean, granted, they were deserters at that point, but again, you can't. Yeah, it's important to remember there are two sides to every story, and that the Union soldiers were not all nice people. Yeah, and they had burned down at least a couple houses. Tried to burn down Charlotte and Sanderson's house, which is that it was made of stone. It was made of stone, (laughs) which was really like. And Sanderson made two paths because they were paths. They were paths on the woods to one that led to a cave that her and Cotton hid in when they came and one that threw them threw the soldiers off, mm-hmm. which was And so he brilliant. he carved a sign into the field and he said, Alright, Charlotte, this sign means go right, but when you see it I want you to go left. And so the Union soldiers saw the sign and went right and completely ignored them. Which let's speaking of Union soldiers, let's talk about that little bit at the beginning of the book where Sanderson sneaks out in the middle of their first night to do something with the Union soldier like that was so weird. I know. It, so it basically it mentions, um, it talks about Sanderson having a blind, uh, or a blinded, not like blindfolded, uh, Union soldier. And I guess he like went out into the middle of the woods and disposed of him. It, like it doesn't really tell us, but it's just, it's really weird. Yeah. And like doesn't really flow with the rest of the story. So I don't know what that was. If any it, of may, it may have something to do with one of the later books. Yeah, it's it like, might. Because it's a series. Yeah, but I could I don't know. Like, especially with it being serious, I like I halfway want to read it because this was a really good book, but it's saying I also kind of don't because I'm like, no, just let them have happily ever after and move yeah, on. Yeah, because like we can obviously like I'm like okay, I'm just gonna interpret because like at the end of the book they aren't they're not for sure they're not home yet. Yeah, or no, they're, they're they're just like they've already they're, they're just they they're still up. in they're still in Arkansas, but yeah, they're they're close to the Mississippi. They've got a, they're close to the Mississippi River, so they've got a good little ways to go, which uh, poor Minerva's probably not making anytime soon because she just gave birth. Yeah, that uh, was, that was that, that's rough. So, yeah. So, I, I, I was like, I'm just going to imagine that they made it home. Yeah. And I'm like, and that extra, you know, because there's actually, there's, you know, several, there's a couple bedrooms in the loft in mm-hmm. their home. And we'll be like, okay, Cotton gets the one bedroom and Minerva and the baby get the other and they yeah. have, and yeah, they know. went home, and it's all good, and nothing <laughs> else tragic happens. I know, it's, yeah, we just, <laughs> after all, because uh, Minerva's whole family die. well, okay, so Minerva's mother gets burned at the stake, Minerva, the rest of her family dies from smallpox, Jackson dies, and then it's, so yeah, it's just one thing after, one person dying after another, and I'm like, just let's uh, stop dying, people. Um, so anyways, that's just, that's interesting. Okay, so I have read Gone with the Wind. My grandmother loves that book, and so I read it, read her copy over the summer, and we watched it together. It was wonderful. Uh, and so I thought I thought it was interesting, since both of these books take place in the Civil War, I kind of wanted to compare them. First big difference I noticed was, I mean, obviously Arkansas and Georgia, but then Altros is kind of a small, you know, very small hick town. town. I hate to use that term, but it kind of is. It, it, really, it really is. There's not much there. Whereas, um, whereas... Uh, where Scarlet goes, okay, Scarlet and Charlotte, I'm so going to get those mixed up. Uh, Whereas Gone with the Wind takes place in a much nicer plantation town, basically. And so it's, that was interesting. And then I also, I kind of thought it was interesting with uh, with Scarlet and Rhett. Scarlet's always kind of in in between husbands until Rhett finally catches up with her. Whereas with this, Sanderson, the guy, is constantly going off to war. And so it's just... They never can quite get, um, they never can quite seem to meet up until the very end, and then, obviously, 
for uh, for those of you who read Gone with the Wind, it doesn't quite end like a hard on hold did. Uh, okay, so what were your um, okay? What did you think of the Irish lady? I she was since we don't see really see much of her, we can only grasp from what you know yeah, it's, her little interaction I know she's, with the main but, character. I mean, she's like she's so nice. It's yeah, <laughs> it is. It's 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 really weird when you think about a stereotypical Irish, you know, that may not, that may not be. Yeah, but, I, don't really, I don't know what the Irish stereotype is, per se. Yeah, well, like, a lot of drinking. Like, that was a big thing mm-hmm. when, like, the Irish people came over to the oh, States. Yeah. I remember talking about this in history. Um, when Irish people came over to the States, it was just like, you know, like, they're, like, a bunch of drunks all the time. Yeah. And, like, ugh. And, like, kind of, and I see them as, like, you know, I mean, I am Irish, of Irish descent. Um, so, like, kind of, like, loud, too. Mm-hmm. It's, like, why well, my family's loud, so, like, I'm, like, yeah, probably loud. Um, mm-hmm. so, it was just, and it was just interesting that she was so nice, because all of these other people have been kind of rude. Except for the people on the boat that Charlotte gets on. Like, the people on the hospital boat yeah. were extremely nice, and they were union. Yeah. And which, she kind of, and she made know that she was from a Confederate state, and I was like, I was I, like, ooh, which, is this going to turn out bad? Well, yeah, she was like, hey, sweetie, you're getting on a ship full of men, and you are a woman who is alone. I'm just like, I honestly thought that was going to go a completely different direction. Mm, me too. I was like, oh, no, this is going to go so bad, especially from her being from a Confederate state as well. Yeah. I was like, ooh, this could be bad. But. Yeah, so, I don't know. Fortunately, it did not turn out very badly. I will say, after um, after she... Uh, went, so, whenever she goes up to the camp and, find, and finds out that Sanderson is dead, air quotes around that, uh, I and somebody made some comment to uh, to her in the street about, oh, so you're a widow now. I thought that was the guy from the... I didn't quite realize that was a drunk person. Right when I read that sentence, I thought it was the guy from the ship, and I was like, no, 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 please do not marry him, because you no. still have a husband. I was like, ooh. And so anyways, you know, it just turned out to be some drunk idiot, which, again, I also thought that was going to end very badly. But... There were a couple... Yeah, there, like, were a co- there were a couple moments you were like, oh, is this going to turn out bad? And it was like, yeah, nah, was like, never just, mind. I'm like, like whew. You know, women weren't allowed to travel, weren't generally, it wasn't generally seen as a good thing for women to travel alone in that time, and there there was a reason for that. Mm, I mean, there still is. Yeah, it's, you know, I mean, parents don't generally like it when their daughters go out late, you know, but they seem to be more fine with their sons going out late. But anyways, yeah, that was interesting. Okay, so what did you think about, um... The divas uh, with all of their different languages. I just I thought that was very interesting because that, especially yes. here in Arkansas, that's not something we see a lot of, just because I mean mm-hmm. we're so ethnically homogenous. Whereas they, uh, like it mentions, they sang a song in a you know mix of Spanish and Russian, and mm-hmm. they'll they would just say something in Hungarian and then switch, and then their grandmother would yell at them in Russian, and then they'd switch to uh, Roma or Romani, and then sometimes they'd be in, and I'm just like, I thought that was very interesting, because that's yeah. not an experience that either of us really have. Yeah, I mean, we've got that Spanish-English, because there's a lot of, there's obviously a lot of kids that speak Span I, that speak Spanish, mm-hmm. but nothing yeah. else, really. Well, yeah, and then, I mean, that's a significant minority in our school. It is a minority. Mm-hmm. That is it's like a handful of kids mm-hmm. so it is very interesting that that was so 
there were so many different languages and like that they came all the way from England to Arkansas of all places. They ended up in Arkansas. And I was like, yeah, that's like seems most really yeah, most immigrants, especially in that time period, stopped in New York. It's mm, like Yeah. Uh, okay, and then also, what did you think of the author's choice to include the Romo or Romani words? I was, when I read it, because it's got that little bit of like a, um... Yeah, it italicized it, and it got a little, it had a little bit of a, like a, little like a dictionary before, like mm-hmm. right before, at least like, I don't know if it's on the, yeah, like, it, if I don't know if it's a hard copy, because we both read it, um, online, um, but I was like... I was thrown off when it started this like completely like, switched POVs, and I was like, "Yeah, I just I I didn't know where it was." Anyways, yeah, but I thought that was very interesting. I will say I did have to reference the dictionary a couple times for uh, for some of the words like "dajil" for father, uh, but then others of them uh, others of them that looked a lot more like Spanish, like "see." I was just I knew what those were because I'd studied yeah, Spanish. Yeah, and I had picked up. I'm like some of them. I just really and interpreted it um because I've, I've exposed myself to several other languages so i just started like so i just kind of like read through it and it could pick up on most of what it meant and from because i've watched some videos on romani culture because i've just come across them on youtube and i was like oh okay so i get so i understood it so i just kind of went with it i read i did read through the little dictionary thing at the beginning um, just for reference, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay. Now, next, so I kind of understood and just kind of flowed with it, and it was, it was interesting. And it was nice because it was like a kind of exposure to yeah. a different culture. Um, so yeah, that was. It was just. It was very mm-hmm. interesting to get to see that because a lot of authors, I feel like, would have kind of glossed over that, mm-hmm, and then sure. also all the other languages that they were speaking. Mm-hmm, for sure. So, anyways, th- those are our thoughts on uh, a hard on hold. It's for any of y'all who uh, you know have studied our Roma or Romani or have studied that culture, we'd love to hear your thoughts. If you've read the rest mm-hmm. of the series, we'd love to hear it. Yes. And so, yeah, uh, this has been Bookmark. Thanks for listening, and we hope to catch you next week. Music by Fezlion Studios. Thank you. Thank you.